Life as we know it is no easy cruise. We live, we laugh, we love, but we also blind ourselves to the true problems that emerge from the dark to haunt us. In this podcast, we'll be exploring how to face these head-on instead of neglecting the diseases in our lives and society as a whole. Welcome to the podcast, and do take the time to hear from a fellow Muslimer's perspective. In this podcast, I'll be discussing the issues surrounding life, specifically materialism, life problems, and how to develop healthy habits to combat these very issues. And inshallah, this will be a meaningful session for all of us, including me. We live in a society where materialism is at the tip of everything. People want the brands, the sweet cars and the cool shoes, but people don't know that the market wants you to crave these things. And take it from me, it will leave you in an endless cycle of you just jumping from satisfaction to dissatisfaction every time they drop a product that you don't have. We have been engineered to live in a world like this, wanting more without realising that we don't need it. Wants have become needs these days, and capitalist pursuits have become the new definition of happiness. The truth is, they are lying to you. No matter how much money you have, and take this from the celebrities themselves, it's not going to give you true self-contentment no matter how hard you try. And this is simply because you can't rely on something that is temporary, i.e. materialistic, to drive something that you want that is permanent. It's the same way you cannot power a train forever with one bucket of coal. The analogy itself is flawed. Happiness will never come from another handbag or a new phone or a new car, but that's exactly what the marketers want you to think because it is that thought process that guarantees your loyalty to their business and it guarantees a profit overall for themselves. Yes, I agree. You can be happy as a result of treating yourself and if you have the means, of course you should. But when it comes to the point where you're just feeding the empty void in your heart with these tangible and yet worthless things at the end of the day, you're going to be stuck in a pit. So... When we see an alarming correlation indicating an increase in the numbers who are suffering from a depleting mental health and a society that is currently said to be progressing, quote-unquote, due to an increase in the net worth of companies, I have one question. If trends change, if our interests change, and if the things that we like change over time, why do we revolve our happiness around these factors? My answer to this is materialism is the answer given to us. Materialism is the way to happiness, the way towards success. If you have a bigger house, if you buy designer clothing, you are considered successful and sometimes even assumed to be happier than others who are not blessed with these luxuries. From the very first day that I had set foot into school, there had always been a dynamic of richest to poorest. Before it used to be what kind of pencil case you had and whether you had five pens instead of one and then later on in my life it evolved into the phone brand that you took to school, whether you had a Netflix subscription and could afford to go out with your friends literally every single weekend. I'm sure this is a commonality we have been used to 
And sadly, people use materialism as a reflection of other people's self-worth and the amount of respect they deserve. For some reason, friendships and our personal lives have become more reliant upon TikTok dances and trends on social media, rather than mutual respect between two people. Of course, not every single friendship is like that, but it is there. I partly blame social media for this decline in society, for the insecurities that people now have. It is as if the definition of perfection has been punctured with having money and fame, rather than an indication of good character. So it's no wonder that so many people struggle with their mental health as a result of the unrealistic beauty standards and the expectations we are supposed to just row along with. The fact is, as of 2007, 71% of the youth are now leaning towards happiness equating towards materialism describing themselves as happier if they had more money to spend on themselves. And this is true to some extent. Who doesn't want a new phone after all? Who doesn't want new things? Who doesn't want more money? In my experience, it has definitely led to some sort of happiness, and I'm sure most of you would have thought the same. But it is only temporary. It's there one second and then it's gone the next. You know, when I was a kid, I wanted a doll or something, and I remember opening up the huge catalogue and just searching through for it every single day and almost obsessing over it. And then when I finally got it, I was happy. I played with it, you know, occupied myself for around two to three hours, but that was it. Eventually, that was another toy, something else that I wanted to get, something else that somebody had that I also wanted. And needless to say, I don't think I'm the only one who thought that way. Relying on materialism for happiness is a problem. Materialism can be a reason to be happy, of course, but it becomes an issue when the only source of contentment is from products. When if we don't have something, we become depressed. What happens to being grateful for what you have? And why is society pushing us to want more and to go bankrupt just to fit with what everyone else is doing? Why do we let ourselves get hung over over that fact? Why is it that we put our money on the floor for these beauty companies and these endless cycles of buying and buying until we're just broke? My advice is to work gradually to help revive the self-contentment you used to have. It's like the phrase, appreciate the little things. And it's facts. Not everybody is born rich and not everyone is rich, but I think something that we have to do as people is redefine what being rich actually is. My mother once said, being rich is about the good in your character and not the money in your wallet, and I think that there's no better way to put it. So, implementing self-contentment is easier said than done. Something that worked and is still working for me personally, is minimizing the amount of time that you are active on social media. Social media is designed to be a frame of perfection to every individual with an account, and it's nature to want to put the best side of yourself out there. And that is the problem. If the only thing you are exposing yourself to are TikToks and reels and posts of countless people showcasing the perfect side of reality, you are going to falsify a good life with what they show you. And this is where social media addictions become a problem. 
because you are no longer using social media to connect, but rather as a reflux to conclude how bad your own life is compared to theirs. And yes, I do see some change with people voicing their own shortcomings and dilemmas, but the vast majority of posts are still spilling this scripted lifestyle. And if that's your main source of entertainment, it's only going to put a negative impact on your well-being. To reduce the amount of time that you are spending, first identify how many hours you are on the apps. And each week, aim to reduce your average, even if it is by a few minutes. If you have to put your phone in another room, somewhere else, do so. If you can uninstall the app altogether, or at least log out, so you have to log back in every single time you want to see something, do so. Spend a few days without going on the app by occupying yourself without an electronic device. And work to recreate who you are following to only useful accounts rather than countless influencers. This can be things like meaningful quotes or fun fact pages. Communicate with those around you if you live with other people. And if you live alone, get in touch with the nature right outside. That's how we're going to be moving on to the second um, point now, which is the second way you can reduce how materialistic you are. And another way to improve yourself is to simply just invest yourself in minimalistic hobbies. And what I mean by that is doing something that does not mean you have to invest hundreds and hundreds of bucks. Something like reading, writing poetry, baking, drawing your surroundings, etc. Exercise and do the things that you love. Do the things that make you happy. The final thing that I wanted to mention regarding how to overcome materialism is developing the relationships with those closest to you. Go and hug your mum and thank her for the sacrifices she's made for you, you know? Hug your dad, hug your siblings, everyone that has been looking out for you. If you have friends, try to work to make that friendship more meaningful. And thankfully, at least with the people I know, and I think still quite a large amount of society, I can say that our friendships do not necessarily rely on these social trends. I heard another saying once um, or something, it was something like, you can't find time to take selfies with your best friend. And that isn't always the case, obviously. But the point is to enjoy the moment, not to worry about pulling out your phone or to showcase it to the world necessarily. No, it's about making the friendship a friendship and not a spectacle. Nobody's life was written to be perfect. If it was, then it would have been a fairy tale and not a life. When we experience problems or something does not go the way that we planned it to, we shouldn't degrade ourselves and undermine the things that we are blessed with. Overcoming problems is hard, but let's not force it to be impossible when we haven't even started. Islam is beautiful in that it encourages you to seek refuge in Allah when calamities occur. Allah is a planner for everything, and no matter what you are going through, Allah will always be there to listen. Allah says in the Quran that something that we think is good may be bad for us, and something that we think is bad is actually good for us. Allah is all-knowing, and Allah is all-wise, so we don't have to worry because nothing 
nothing can happen without the will of Allah. So, when you are in a calamity, do not lose all hope. Happiness comes from Allah, and no matter how little you have in this dunya, you can be happy. You will still have that contentment within you. And this form of contentment is permanent. Regardless of the situation you are in and whether you are happy or not, ask Allah for help and Allah will guide you. The problems you have may simply be a trial that will come to pass. So don't dwell on it. Focus on the good things. This is why materialism can be very damaging. Financial pressure is an immense cause of stress and if not, it is the cause for stress within households in this day and age. The push for a materialistic lifestyle should be pushed back with things that matter. Financial status should not be a reason to be belittled. Money is something that only matters in this life. At the end of the day, you only take your deeds with you. With that being said, this podcast has now reached its conclusion. Thank you for listening and inshallah, we can all learn from this message. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.